Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Guess what day it is? Uh, Mike, 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 Mike. What day Hump is it, Mike? Guess <laughs> what today is? It's hump day. You happy? Look at Humpty. <laughs> I know we're coming from you right now with the Black Abyss. Um, don't mind us. We had a little bit of a technical situation right before. Tell the people the truth. Right before showtime, everything in the studio <laughs> went down. Like it was pitch blackness. Um, so it's more black behind me than normal. We will get that up and running in just one second. Um, Beeflo, what's up, man? You ain't get the memo. Y'all never send me in the middle. We don't Listen, do it. I we wear don't. black. I wear black every day for two weeks, and the day I don't wear black, that's when they both wear black. Like it happened that way all to the time. To be fair, cool. Brandon and I don't pre-plan this. They low key pre-plan <laughs> this, it. This, this happens often. Um, but the the hoodie is fire though, so I'll give you I a pass it. on that. The, I appreciate Brandon, it. You like the hoodie? I love that. Well, he always have a statement piece on. That's what B uh, does, <laughs> and that's his fashion. Is look. I'm gonna be very casual, but there's gonna be one piece that's like it's gonna be something. It's gonna be something. Who who would be the who has the better style out of all three of us up here? I mean, obviously. It's you mean me, right but... now or overall? Nah, B always has some on. B be trying to be humble. It's, B, it's B, me. B. Oh, it's you. The correct answer was me. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer was I me. I skip past I feel like you can't right, compare though a man to a woman in terms of style. I feel like that's an unfair comparison. No, you can. No, it's not about we dress it's not, differently. No, it's more so style. There's fashion, then there's style. Fashion is like, okay, you got a you got a style list. Style is I do this myself and it's effortless. Like B, right? Like the last week B had something crazy on. Well, he had something super, super simple on, but then he had the what is it? The oh, Marnie the gallery oh, department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Marnie uh uh flip Oh the flop. Marnie oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Marnie yeah, yeah. Claw. Right? Yes. Like that's style, right? Like that's not a that's not a stylist coming in. So I do think you can compare uh men and women. Because some people got you have style because you don't have a stylist. I think you're you're working your way there. You no. look like you about to get super bougie and get a stylist. No, you know what? I've actually used stylists like in the past for like situations. Yeah. And like to be honest, I don't feel like they do anything that I can't do myself. 
That's right. So you nah, if, that make, if that makes yeah, sense, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like there are some right. stylists that I feel like really take a person and elevate them to the next level because they're pulling like stuff off the runway. Uh-huh. But if we're just talking like streetwear stuff or like stuff that you can actually just get in a store, I mean, I'm fashion's always been something that I'm really like heavily interested in. And like growing up in New York, like you figure out ways to like make stuff fly without having a lot of money. So like I've never felt like I actually like needed it. Maybe one day like if I want like fresh off the runway right. Dolce Gabbana, but like right now I feel like I'm I, I I do a good job. Speaking of style, that boy Braun had on a twenty eight thousand dollar outfit. Gucci was that it Gucci crazy. or Louis? It was Louis Vuitton. It was uh from the Pharrell collection. His first um showing as the new head of the men's department. And for- guess what? You it got ain't it. Help. It ain't help him. Oh, he okay. came so fly. Let's go open ahead. at night. Let's and go they ahead get and dive beat. into what? it. Listen, we got a bunch of Wednesday headlines before we dive into the meat of the show. For me, listen, Jerry Jones, the gift that keeps on giving, he won't seek any trades, but it's the way that he explained that he won't seek any trades that kind of pissed me off. But oh, we'll, we'll talk Ashley. about it. What you got, B-Fluff? I got Barkley. Shut the hell up and play. You talk about Charles Barkley, not Charles Saquon Barkley. Barkley. Not Saquon. Okay. Charles Barkley with the mm. shut the hell up and play. The NBA back. The Barkley takes our back. <laughs> <laughs> so we finna dive in later in the show. Well, listen, I just hit on it. You just hit on the NBA. Uh, opening night was last night. This is opening week. There's a lot of action. It's actually a cool time in sports right now. Ashley, you know, I, 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 don't, I think the NBA starts in April, but I was watching, and I'm going to continue to watch. I'm going to try this thing watching it was, you, it was in a good November, th- December. There were two good games last night for, for opening o- day. It was only two. Yes, yeah, I'm saying. Two good okay. games last night, and so, today will be even better. Right, and so for me, it's like Lakers or Fakers. Okay. So we'll dive in. Okay. There. Well, listen. Speaking of the Lakers and Fakers, do we need uh, more time to, to set this up? No, we we're ready black. to roll. We are going black, okay. all black, we like going a all black omen. Today? You said omen. You had to teach me that. What was I saying? Yeah, all he black. said. So you know the line, all dressed in all black, like the omen. Yeah, ho. No, <laughs> was that yay? That's whole, little that Kim. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, dressed in all Jesus, black. Jesus, like what the, the hell? <laughs> 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 what the hell is I going on was, right now? I thought it was whole. Right, all about the Benjamin. Yes. Okay. Lil I, got, Kim. I thought it was whole. Like Brandon you. comes in and he's like rapping it with confidence and he's like dressed in all black like you know me and I'm like it's the omen. First of all. <laughs> Be oh funny. my god. I don't know what's worse. Like, <laughs> listen, we Brandon said some things that make me wonder what did he watch growing up? What did he listen to football? Growing up? That's that's my problem. That's all I did. I was just consumed by football. Now I gotta it go worked, back bro. and fix my life. I gotta <laughs> fix my brain. I gotta fix my life. I'm just like, I'm a football player. That's it. You gotta dive into the <laughs> right. culture. They got me doing yoga every day, meditating. I'm like, shit. <laughs> Yeah, I came in here. It was like a, it was like a sage cave. It just, just incense everywhere. All right, guys. Well, speaking of the Los Angeles Lakers, it's not the start that they wanted. Um, and we got, oh, I see what y'all did there. Los Angeles with two L's. Lost. That's very clever. Mm. Um, yeah, so listen, not the start that the Lakers wanted. They had no answer for Jokic and the Denver Nuggets, uh, who cruised to a 12-point win on the night of getting their championship rings and watching the banner go up in Ball Arena. Now, Anthony Davis struggled having absolutely no points, zero, in the second half. Uh, LeBron was as efficient as you can expect at 39 years old, 21, 8, and 5 in 29 minutes. But 
Um, I think that the biggest story here is Anthony Davis. He missed 11 of his 17 shots. And like I mentioned, zero points in the second half. When Stack was on yesterday, we had this very conversation. And I said that you can't Le- you can't rely on LeBron to be Cavs LeBron, Miami LeBron. The mm-hmm. man's almost 40. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony Davis, when he is at his best, is phenomenal. But because we hardly get to see that, consistently either because of injury or because of one night he'll give you 40 and the next night he gives you this this for opening day i'm not too like oh my god here we go again i think there's a lot of like first game overreactions but it is concerning you know guys are still trying to find their footing game you know game flow is different than preseason flow different than training camp flow different than um practice flow but, I mean, zero points in the second half is very problematic. What do you well, got, B-Flo? Go ahead, B. I mean, this just – when are we going to just accept this is who he is? Ooh. Right? Like, we always yeah. trying to, oh, maybe he can stay healthy. Maybe he'll turn it on and be an MVP. But what if this is just who he is? We've been waiting right. for AD to be who we thought he was going to be ever since he came to L.A. Right. right. Like, oh, he can take over. Brian wanted him to be that 80. Like, this is going to be AD team, but I don't think he's a one. He's not an alpha. Maybe he just is a two. He's going to show up here, disappear here, and we just got to accept it. Like, he's Anthony- not even a two, though. And I mean, again, we're, this is a first game. We're not going to jump out the window here, but. Even if you just go in the previous years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We're, we're using last year as the gauge. It seems like a lot of the times he's not even a number two which is problematic because every year LeBron gets older. And every year, although what he is doing at 39 years old is absolutely insane, you cannot expect him to be able to hold that same type of um, – you can't expect him to have that same productivity that same weight. the entire season. He's almost 40. Like, right. it's going to slip. And if you've watched his game over the past few seasons, you see in certain aspects, although still dominant – He's starting to dwindle down a little bit, as expected. AD has to hold his weight, and we have seen Brandon right. that it's he's he's the wild card. That's right. So so for me, um, if LeBron, if the Lakers really wanted to win the game, then LeBron would have played more minutes. But there's a strategy in place now, right? Like LeBron is going to play less minutes uh, than he's ever played in his life. Right. And, you know, obviously they, they were talking about that last night, played 29 minutes last night. I say that because if they really wanted to win the game, Braun would have played 35, 36, 37 minutes. Right. So they they're thinking about the bigger picture. They're thinking about longevity. They're thinking about go, going to win a ring. And that's it. When you play for the Los Angeles Lakers, it's either you win and, 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 and it's a successful year or if you lose, it's not a good year. That's what it is. But we need to be concerned. We def- With all that being said, we got to be concerned because when you look at when you look at uh, uh, the Western Conference, the Denver Nuggets aren't going anywhere. The Phoenix Suns, for me, are the favorite. Y'all, I talked about this the other day. Uh, yeah, what yesterday, yesterday or two days ago? I said Devin Booker. I said Devin Booker is going to be the MVP. And he showed up last night. The Pelicans are going to be better. The Mavericks is, is there, right? The Clippers, what's going to happen with the Clippers? What's going to happen with the Timberwolves, right? What's going to happen with the Grizzlies? So 
for them to be in a position where you you have to be strategic with LeBron's minutes, okay, and AD is up and up and down like we just talked about, then they're going to be behind the eight ball all year. I'm tired of seeing the Los Angeles Lakers these last couple years and the LeBron teams trying to figure it out halfway through uh, uh, the season, right before the trade deadline, right before All-Star Weekend. We got to make moves. We got to go into, uh, what do you call uh Le, 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 le GM, LeBron. Le GM, yeah. Le GM. Like, I'm tired of seeing that. Like, they're not good. But, I mean, you also have to look at the Lakers and say a lot of the times, like, when somebody show, is that saying, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. And although right. I think that Anthony Davis, like I continue, I will continue to say, when he's at his best, I think he's an asset. But he has shown you multiple ways and multiple times that he's inconsistent, whether it's just in his play or whether it's in his inability to stay healthy. I don't know if it's a conditioning situation. I don't know if it's um, just the way that his 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 you know his genetic build is. Some guys oh. are just injury prone. Mm. But you could even see it in last night's game. He runs out of gas, and he just because he runs out of gas, he checks out of the situation, and that's conditioning. Like your conditioning is what makes you uh, makes you able to go from point A to point B to C to D throughout four quarters it's, of a game, and he seems to have an issue with that. So it makes you wonder what does he do in the off season when it comes to his conditioning? Because the other things in terms of injury may be out of his control, but also you have to look at the Lakers because you know what Anthony Davis is, you know what he gives you, and you signed him to an extension. That's you. They need it. They yeah. need it. Go ahead, B. This is the thing. You hit on it, B. If they wanted to win this game, Braun would have played more. But they thinking, what do you need? We play more. He's 40 years old. I know old. what I'm saying. Like, obviously, minutes, they're going to do minutes. this. They're going to do this when the season's minutes. on the line. He'll go. You, you know LeBron going to turn into LeBron took, when the season's on the line. He played 29 go, minutes. It's yeah. almost 30. No, that's but that's less than what he he's played since he was in Little League. But, but going into that, though, they're trying to – Put the blueprint out. Like, this is what it's going to be. We're not putting Bron in to get all these minutes on random nights and he gets fatigued and he's worn out for the playoffs. But I don't think AD can carry the load. I'm just going off past yeah. AD and what he's shown. So my thing is the Lakers barely got in the playoffs last year because LeBron was hurt. Yeah. He had to come back. So it's like they're not guaranteed to make the playoffs. So if this is going to be the blueprint you're going to do with LeBron, I know this is only the first game, but I'm a Lakers fan, right? So I'm growing impatient. Do you think about impatient trying to get what? AD with AD? No, no hold, like, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's your, what's hold your on. expectation, though? Is your expectation really championship as a Lakers At, fan? Yes. Is it? Really? It has to be. If you're a Lakers, if, it's like a Cowboys no, 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 fan, no, y'all. We, it's we, every we, year's a we, championship. We talk about we talk about you know the delusion and of athletes sometimes. You know when we had that conversation about Jonathan Allen, you said, "Well, come on, bro. Like, did right. you really? This is not." A ch this is not a championship team. Hold on, hold on. If like, it's not. If everybody play the best of their ability, like AD playing MVP level. Bron but AD's been well. who he's I'm, always I'm just been. Saying, I'm, you're, see, that's the only thing. And, and that's why I'm so saying. So then how can you go into the so, season knowing you have Anthony Davis, who he has always been, because always he gave showing us, and still think championship? He gave us that glimpse of hope in a bubble. Where it was like, <laughs> yo, was he, if we get that AD, like. Oh, LeBron was going to pass you Jordan. Mean, you mean almost four years ago. Yes, but yes, but I was saying yes, we've seen yes, it. You mean yes, four it. years ago. We've seen it. So you Just, holding on to four year old like AD that. when Dak had that one good year when he had that nice. I've seen better versions year. of I'm Dak saying, consistently than I have Anthony Davis. I'm just saying he gave us hope with that. So we thinking if we get that AD, we have a chance to win the championship. Right. But if we not seeing it, it's almost like let's see what we can get for AD. Right. Let's bring some people over here. Well, 
I think, well, I don't know about that. That Listen, just like a, we, we talked about this in football season, the first couple of weeks, there's going to be a lot of overreactions. Basketball is a little different, man. Like football, anything can happen. Basketball is like, yo, you roll that ball on the court, you know who the best in the, uh, who the best in the world is right away. You know, right? So that's why they're behind the eight ball and it's concerning. But you got to think about this. They Do they have a chance to be competitive and, and play at a high level? Absolutely. Why? Because look how they played defense last year and look how that, that new team clicked uh, post um, all-star yeah, break. run last year. They did. They did. And then also, like, when you look at it, right, like, AD was missing in the second half. We know that. That's the story of the day, okay? Uh, what about uh, Reeves? What about uh, Russell? Where were they? That's what they need. If Braun is going to now be uh, magic, uh, uh, magic, right, and say, okay, I'm going to be that guy that run point. I'm going to get everybody in position. I'm going to dive into my leadership bag. Here, AD, it's your team. If that's going to happen – then D'Lo got to step up. Reeves, come on, they just paid you too. You got to step well, up. Well, Reeves is always – 14 points, Reeves 11 is, points ain't, ain't enough in that moment, Ashley. Reeves is not going to turn into uh, white chocolate. Like, he he is – he he's a great role player. Maybe he'll reach his, plat, his plateau of, like, 15 points a game. That, that's who he is. But I'm saying – I think that the issue is is that you can't – we talk about this with the Miami Heat. What did you say about the Miami Heat last year? They weren't supposed to go That's as far right. as they That's did. Right. Neither were the Lakers. That's I true. think just because a team goes <laughs> a lot further than they were than they were anticipated to go in the previous season doesn't mean that that's their identity. Doesn't mean that they can redo that. Sometimes the stars align and everything goes in the favor of a particular team. They come across a team that would technically beat them, but that team's injured okay. and. It, that doesn't make that doesn't mean that that's the version of the Lakers that you were going to get again the following season. Anthony Davis, phenomenal talent, but also an inconsistent talent. Okay, but, I don't but hold know on, why hold that's on. a surprise. Yeah, hold on, really quickly, because and I I know I'm contradicting myself going back and forth because it's just it's just one game, right? But back to B's point, you know, you go back to the bubble. And it's like, damn, AD, if he can play that way. Different only, team. Only four years I know, ago. I know, but if he can play that, if he, if he can play, it's three years ago. It was three. Ashley trying to say four. It was it's almost three. four years ago. Okay. Yeah, it's three. Yeah, yeah, right, right. You're right. He just went to the Western Conference. <laughs> but, I mean, that's a long time. Stop too. using <laughs> the Western Conference that's Finals. That's kind of consistently as, as, making a run stop if you think about it. Stop using the Western Conference Finals as making your point. Everybody knows that, that that's why they got swept when they got there. You okay, you just happened to come across good matchups that worked in your favor. Okay. Stop using no. that as a game. Okay, okay, okay. So AD in the bubble, if he... If he could, if he would have showed up like that the last couple of years, Braun would have already caught MJ. Last year, remember before he got hurt, and this is the biggest if, you know what I mean? You know sometimes guys turn it around and they figure out how to overcome these injuries. Remember last year he went on a crazy tear, crazy yeah. run. It was what 20, 20 games almost Ashley where he was damn near every other game it was 30, 35 points. Yeah, right. It's one game if AD. Stay healthy, and he get back to where he was, how he started last year before he got hurt. That's a big if. They'll be okay. They'll be okay. We'll be more than okay if we just won a reign three years ago. We went to the Western Conference Finals last year. That's pretty consistent. Like if you last year me. was weird, bro. Last it's, year was weird. You, you got, you got KD. Because, because no, a, it's no you're talking about a ring in a conference final. It's no different than what we're talking about. 
What do you What do you mean a ring last year? No, I'm saying Stop a ring in a bubble. Stop talking about the bubble. That's Let a the ring. bubble go. The That's bubble's over. That's a ring. Let the bubble go. We're not talking about the bubble anymore. It's okay? A ring we are not discussing it's, the bubble. It is ring. almost 2024. <laughs> Let's leave the bubble alone. Let's leave it in the past. I'm happy for it's you. Y'all aspect. didn't even have a parade for that championship. Leave the bubble alone. Still look at our ring. Okay. But, okay. Leave the bubble alone. No bubble talk. Moving on from the bubble. Okay. The Western Conference Finals last year was a very odd year it's no different than with Miami everyone kept saying yes Miami got to the Eastern Conference Finals but they even they know they weren't supposed to be there things work out in your favor that is why Phil Jackson famously said to win a championship it's 50% luck and 50% talent sometimes you come across teams that are injury injury ridden and it's not the same matchup sometimes you come across a team that you just match up better against and you don't really have to work that I mean it, there's but that's so sports. many but that's what I'm saying but there's so many different it's not like they steamrolled their competition it's not like they were expected to get there it's not like are they, you talking they, about the bubble it's not like the Lakers were the most dominant team in the West last year. They they came across a path that worked in their favor. It, you can't yeah, use that. that, that isn't that return. sports though? Whatever team get hot at the end of the year, oh, you got the favorable got matchup. You can beat them, and that it's just all about who you point. match up. You can be the best team in the league and play a team that just got in. Like, oh, y'all don't match up well with which them, is, so they go beat you. Which is why the playoffs are which great. Which is fair, so but you can't, can't use that, that as you your can't gauge. Say that don't matter. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. Using that as your gate, sometimes it's different when you get to the Western Conference Finals and you like the Nuggets getting to the Western Conference Finals was expected. Ah, uh, it. I, uh, did I not? Ha- did I not have them as my championship? Yeah, team? but you like what's your name? Her name is Astrodomus. I had them NBA. as my championship. I had the Lakers as my championship. She also picked the last, the last. Uh, uh, I picked the Warriors. Warriors uh, championship. They were trash. Nobody thought they were gonna get back <laughs> I there. I had the Warriors. She picked them. So like you you're a little nominal. What, we'll, we'll what I'm saying. Who you got this year then? Before really quickly. Boston. See. All right, go I get back Boston. to your point because I want to see if this Astrodomus thing I is really real. I mean, I gotta see them. I have Boston. No, 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 no. I gotta no. see Boston play tonight, but I'm still what you mean? betting on what Boston. What are you talking about? See them play? You know, I didn't make my prediction about the Nuggets or the Warriors until I actually saw them play. Oh, so you get cheat code? No, I, I made that prediction in November, but okay. like I have to like actually. Yeah, you watch can't be them. in January talking about okay, now the team. No. Okay. Go. Whatever. Let's move on to the Warriors. I feel like we, we've beat this Lakers topic to death. Well, the Warriors didn't have a, a good showing on opening day either because they went ahead and uh, beat or rather lost to the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker, <laughs> Brandon Marshall's MVP pick, had a breakout just all-star performance of 30-plus points. Chris Paul didn't shoot the ball that well in his dubs debut, but he did have nine assists. So the point guard was on the floor uh, facilitating in the way that he and only he can. Draymond Green was out. Bradley Beal for the Phoenix Suns was also out, but he was on the sidelines enjoying the game. Um, Brandon, I'll start with you. What do you Ah! think? What 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 do you what, what do you, you mean? I told you y'all look oh oh you, come on hit me with the defense stuff get the defense stuff out the way it doesn't matter it doesn't matter you see you're it's seeing one you're game, seeing Kobe Bryant Jr. Don't, don't we were taught we seen him last year and we've been seeing him for six seven years this kid is he he is the NBA he's the face of the NBA he's the best player in the NBA right now I'm, I'm telling you. It's too easy for him. That was a warm-up for you to say, oh, my goodness, look at this big game. That wasn't a big game. That was a warm-up for him. That was just light work for Devin Booker, bro. I'm telling you guys, 
The Suns is going to be a problem all year. KD, I don't know what's going on with KD. Go back to the, uh, the, the last time we saw him in the playoffs. He was cold. I don't know if he's trying to figure out how to, you know, facilitate to Devin Booker, but that's a couple games in a row now, going back to last season, where he was cold. But it's KD. You think you think you think KD is going to stay that stay that way the rest of the season? Nah, he's going to tear. Is, is he done? Is he washed? No, he's no. going to tear. No. He's so listen, the there's a lot. I'm excited. I'm gonna slow down here. Devin Booker will be MVP. We saw how they performed last night. Now the Warriors. You said it, and I still don't think it matters. Draymond Wolf is going to give you 12 point, 12 points. Draymond didn't play. I know. I said if he did play. Oh. What are you going to give you? Twelve points. They were cold. I don't know if we'll ever see the Warriors shoot that bad this season. Like they were, they were bad. They yeah. were bad, right? Like uh, Chris Paul was over. I think uh, 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 what's his name? What's the little light skinned guy's name right here? Uh, uh, what's his name? Steph Curry. Steph Curry. <laughs> Steph Curry was four for what? Four for eleven or something. Clay Thompson hit a couple, but they were cold. So you're not going to see that again. But man, the Suns showed that they were ready to be the faces of the NBA. I'm excited because my picks are going to come true. That's what I'm excited about. B, you said some things there. You you said, he said things, but <laughs> you said Booker was the face of the NBA, NBA and the best player in the league. Yes, right now. Yes, yes, okay. yes. And you don't think that's an overreaction? No, it's not game. an overreaction. You got to go back to last year, bro. The dude in the playoffs was damn near averaging 40 points. He does, he does, he's Tatumish, where he'll have games. And no, he's he'll not. Kinda don't get even slow. put him in a. The, don't I put him in the Tatum same bucket the same. as Tatum. Him and Tatum is the same. Oh my they goodness! Are the I feel, but no. Um, this Phoenix team—they—they're they, gonna be good. Like I still think KD will be the MVP because you know KD is kind of that guy where it's like he might seem disinterested. He's like, "Yo, you do your thing," but when he want to go and he's calling for the ball, like "Get me the rock," he's going for thirty-five, forty. But, go ahead. But B, that's what I said yesterday. This is not his team. But he don't want it to be. A, can do that. KD never wanted the team to be his team, right? eventually, when we get a month in, teams are going to start putting their best defender on Booker, right? And then that's when KD going to explode. Because teams are still respecting KD off who he is. I'm still is. on the fact that Brandon calls Steph Curry that little light skin. I, you know, it's the beginning of the NBA <laughs> season. Klay Thompson, uh, Steph Curry, Drake. I got to get the names down again. It's Steph Curry. I know. I know. I said that little light skin dude. I, and, man, to be honest <laughs> no with No disrespect, you, but, you know, he is little and light skin. Golden State. He's not little. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? It's what is he like? Six two, six three. He looks he he looks like he's five nine, five ten. He doesn't look like he's five nine, five ten. He looks because like he's out there with six tenors. So he goes. How tall is Steph Curry? Now he's easily six three. I feel. Um, you know they but, be. But yeah, even with like six three, even with Booker oh, doing his thing, the Warriors don't defend. Well, they're not going to defend well, especially with Draymond in there. They looked at soft. They looked at small. Well, yeah, that's going to be a big issue for them is they are going to be one of the smaller teams in the NBA. Um, um, it's going to be interesting how they combat that. I'm also trying to figure out the how the lineup, and I was a little perplexed watching it. You know, I wasn't expecting Chris Paul to be a starter. Mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting for him, Draymond, and Steph to be the start in the starting unit together and all of them on the floor because that – all three of those guys are ball dominant. Like they like to have mm -hmm. the ball in their hand. Draymond is that's usually his role. You have Chris Paul, a point god. You bring him in. 
that's now his role. I'm just confused on how it's going to work. And it's hard for me to visualize it without Draymond being in there. Maybe it'll make more sense when he's well, no, in that's, there. That's, that's, I'm just a little confused on the ideology He's not going to start. That. Chris Paul's not going to start. Uh, it was Chris Paul is going to start. They, he, Steve Kerr already said it. He said he was going to start. He's in the starting. He started last night. He's you know, he started lineup. because Draymond was no, out. No, he started because he's a starter. Draymond will be in the starting lineup with him. That's why I'm wow. saying I'm, I'm perplexed on how it's going to work. I wasn't somebody who thought that Chris Paul should start with the unit. I thought that he'd be more beneficial coming off the bench with the second unit. So it's hard for me to see the vision of this without Draymond being in the picture. Um, I, I don't see how it works. I trust oh, Steve Kerr, though. Like, he's trying to figure it out. I think he'd rather try to figure it out earlier in the mm -hmm. season than later in the season when it goes to chemistry. Let me see how we are coming out the gate. Um, and just what Stack hit on yesterday is just seeing seniority, right? Like, he want to respect Chris Paul to be like, I'm going to give you a chance to see you go at the first group. Let me see how this go. And then if it don't work, I know he's going to have that talk with him. Like, this is what's best for our team. Right. We won championships before. Trust me, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. You're going to have to come off the bench because this is where we'll be best at. But he'll give him this whole first month to run with the starters, see if we can figure this out, see if he can be the ball-dominant guy and let – Steph and Clay just run around on the wings and tie a wing defenders out, going behind right. picks and Draymond picks when Draymond come back. I truthfully don't believe that Chris Paul will be, will continue to be a starter when Draymond comes back. It's just not going to work. Like he's going to have to come off the bench. I I well I, I don't see that. Like I, Steve Kerr, I'm not knocking him as a coach. I think he's a phenomenal coach. I just can't see logistically but, how this works with the unit of Clay, Steph. CP3, Draymond, and probably Kaminga or Wiggins, who I just don't see how this works. You well, know what are I mean? we I are we are, are we one hundred percent certain that that's what Steve Kerr said? Because when I was watching the game last night, they were like, they got six starters. He and Chris it, Paul. He announced and Chris, it after training camp. Um, I'm training camp after the preseason that Chris Paul would be a starter. Okay, because in in last night's broadcast, they were like, well, if Draymond was planned and Chris Paul. Um, and obviously, this is coming from the commentator. So, you know, Steve Kerr obviously trumped that. But I thought he was going to come off the bench. But again, he's going like, to have to. And I know, it, I know Chris Paul's not going to like when it. You, when you just, watch them, I don't yeah. see how but, else it works. Yeah, but, you know, it's going to be interesting. It's, they're going to be a fun team to watch. Um, and last night, they showed their championship pedigree. They, they showed their resolve, right? Like, they were down. The Suns shouldn't have let them come back. And they came back. They hustled back the end of the third quarter. Um, but there'll be a fun team to watch because it's almost like that old Princeton team. It's like they're just going to play. Their basketball IQ is just better than everybody else's out there, right? And they're champions. Draymond being out there and from a defense pers perspective, being, you know, the face of their defense and getting guys uh, in position. That Defense is a want-to. And Draymond is going to hold everyone accountable. So, you know, listen, the Suns came out. They, they, they took care of business. I think we all picked – the Warriors to win last night, right? I think we all did. Mm -hmm. And the Suns end up, you know, handling business. And um, it was a great start for them. But the Warriors shouldn't have their – shouldn't be holding their head down. Like, that was a hell of a ball game for them. Granted, with, with I terrible picked the shooting. Warriors because I thought that Bradley Beal and Devin Booker were going to be Me too. Out. That's the only way out. Yes, Devin yeah, Booker, that. I, that's why I picked them. If Devin Booker was going to be it, I might have changed my thing. But I did get the Denver Nuggets correct. So um, what, 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 what if what if they both played? Then who would have been the favorite? If Bradley Beal and Devin Booker would have played, I would have went with Phoenix. 
Okay. Yeah, but them being out was kind of the reason why I, I leaned in the other direction. Um, Listen, Joel Embiid, we got some somewhat news. Joel may be headed to the Big Apple. I don't know. What? Um, Listen, NBA trade rumors have begun. Gotta love it. Ooh. According to the Philly Inquirer, if reigning MVP Joel Embiid becomes unhappy with the 76ers in their current situation or – if he becomes unhappy with just how the season progresses or ends up, <laughs> um, he could become available and would be the Knicks' quote number one priority, according to uh, Tom Thibodeau. He was asked about this report, and uh, he had this to say: "That's for you guys, you know. Like, I mean, it's all rumors. I mean, that's part of the NBA now, so it's like, yeah, obviously, we're not dealing with any hypotheticals. We love the guys we have." You know, Leon's job is to survey the league and, you know, he, which he does. He and his staff, they're on top of everything. So uh, if some, there's something at the end of the day that can make the team better, he'll take a look at it. But if not, just keep going forward. Um, we love the guys we have and just focus on our improvement and getting ready to play day by day. Now, uh, hold on. Okay. Ashley, mm-hmm. you need to call your peoples. I know you connect it. No, you got major network. You need to call your people and get this done. They get this done. Oh my goodness. Your team, the Knicks, if they get Joel and B, and what is Joel and B waiting for? Ashley, like, what are you talking about? Let's see how the season's gonna go. We know what the season's gonna be. You guys are gonna be the fourth, fifth seed. Well, it is being reported that Leon Rose is very high on Tom Thibodeau, but it's also being reported that he's also very high on Carl Anthony Towns who some are saying is more likely to end up in a New York Knicks jersey than Joel Embiid. It was reported yesterday that the Knicks are reportedly willing to offer a package that that includes two to three first-round picks, Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, Evan Fournier, and Mitchell Robinson in exchange for Dang. Joel Embiid. If that is the case, I'm good, Joel. Thanks, but no thanks. You want to keep because Randall because Randall. If Randall stayed in New York, you would like that package. And it's just too much for one player. Too many first oh round picks. It's too Ashley, many first round. Tripping. It's too many first round picks. It's too many current players. What have y'all done with the first round picks in the past? We haven't had them, so really, yeah. Th- this is we have a lot, so we're trying to, you know, that's the what? whole reason what? we didn't get Donovan Mitchell because we weren't giving those picks up. I mean, like we got them, we got them from, we got them from, the got 10, them from Dallas and in that trade situation. But look, it's. I'm a firm believer in you don't trade the house for one guy. You don't trade the future for one guy. The Knicks have done this story before with Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony was, you know, the shiny, bright object that everybody wanted. We got him. We traded a whole bunch of depth for him. And then what happened is you had Carmelo Anthony surrounded by, I'm not going to call them bums or anything like that, but lesser talent. And it didn't amount to anything. There was no championship. There was a little bit of a playoff success, but it wasn't what it could have been if it was a more complete team. Mm-hmm. I think Joel Embiid is phenomenal. Is he four players and three first-round picks phenomenal? Yes. When that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of collateral, Brandon. Would you? He's he. Would you? Would you give up that for uh, KD? Would you give up that for? I don't Joker. Uh, would you give up that for Giannis? But and if about, the answer is yes, then you got to give up the same for him because he's in that same stratosphere. But think about what you're saying. I, I, you're I, you're trading away Evan Fournier, whatever, R.J. Barrett, mm, Emmanuel Quickly, mm, great young talent, 
three first rounders. So that means future talent. Julius Randle, who is a solid B or a B option. And you're gonna have like Joel. You're gonna have Ju- You're gonna have Joel Embiid on a team with who? I don't know what's going to come in return. Just but what I do know, what I do know that this is the template in the NBA, right? I love Brunson and Joel Embiid together, and then you surround them with a couple other guys. They'll be right in position. That is the blueprint. Look, let's look at all the big teams. Let's look at all the best teams. Go to Boston. They got their two to three guys. Right. Let's go to L- let's to go to L.A. They got their two to three guys they didn't have to trade on both for them teams. In Boston. They were drafted there. Yeah, but it's, it's about winning now. But it's this- different. Boston. Boston has been able to build out a team with their tandem being drafted there. They never had to. Br- they That's never had to mortgage the house to get them. It's drastically different. You're but what are y'all waiting for? Though, like mortgage- y'all have to make y'all move. Like how many years has it been? But, but you got to be strategic with that yeah. move, B, because like I asked saying, like, OK, they gave up the players and one first round yeah you might can get away with that with be, but letting these first rounders go like that's what you build your roster with right but because teams not coming to uh new york for some reason you'll think they'll come and play for the knicks but they haven't when Melo did it they haven't been coming consistently what throughout mean, the years only brunson you expect with New York being the mecca of basketball, you think teams will, I mean, players will be trying to get their well, left and right. Well, that's because for previous years, they haven't been competitive, but I think that's changing. The Knicks have been in the playoffs two years in a row. They've had, they're getting better consistently. They're guys it's management that's, is the problem. So, so is, do you Don't feel you like, do you feel like that problem for why players won't come? There's a lot of teams that have sucky management. So, Ash, you, do one. you feel like that management problem is fixed now with the Knicks? I mean, James Dolan is not nearly as hands-on. He's really just the face of, of, the Knicks now. He has no type of like he's not involved in the day to day. The Dolan family is very far removed from that situation. Guys have great relationships with World Wide West, Leon Rose, they come from CAA. A lot of guys were signed to them as when they were in the agent space. I think it's drastically different than it was a few, when Carmelo was there. If that's the case then, trade him. You bring in a guy like MB. I feel trade like to play with who though? Okay, you can build around him and Brunson. I don't. We don't know. I, I, we don't, but we don't know how this stuff is going to shake out and who they can. Who you know, it could be a three-team trade. It's too four much team tra- for one guy. I'll, right. I'll bank on another free agent, one to come to New York and play. I can bank on a guy. They can make a – well, they can't trade again because they're traded It's too much for picks. one guy. It's too much for one guy? Okay, so guess guy. what? Y'all going to stay behind the Celtics. Y'all going to stay behind – hell, y'all y'all behind the, the, the Cavaliers. I don't that's true. Y'all going to be – what? I don't, I'm not I saying – I think right now y'all I'm not saying feet. I don't want a Joel Embiid. I'm saying that is too much to give for him. That's – we're not – we're so at, you just so – I'm not saying a Joel Embiid wouldn't be great in the Knicks. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that is too much to brokerage – for him, it's it's too it's much. Hard. It's, for, it's It's one it's guy. The first rounders. It's the he's first rounders. He's the MVP. Joel, 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 he's the MVP. Let's not, let's not start on that MVP. I mean, it's, it can be debatable. <laughs> I, I, he's still my MVP, but I can see the debate. Or oh, Joker should have won. It's, Joker should have won. It's but too much for one guy. I'm not saying you don't. You don't, I can't. I'm not I saying see why y'all. On the not saying of the you can't utilize him. I'm not saying that <laughs> he crazy. wouldn't be an asset. I'm saying it's too much for one guy. That's wild, Ash. I can't believe that. And you're like, she's really adamant. You sitting here. Yeah. You sitting here with all this like. Yeah. Confidence. It's too much for one. In this hard stance, like y'all are and you know the Lakers what? or if something. We're gonna be honest. Not like to, y'all, y'all not the Lakers. If we're gonna be honest. Uh, Donovan Mitchell will be in a New York Knicks jersey next year anyway, so we'll be fine. Listen, if you if you feel that, that way, then you definitely, then you, that, you definitely get Embiid because 
right now, if you look at the <sighs> way the Suns, fine. if you look oh. at the way the Suns look in a lot of the these teams, is, they only have I, three players. They got the a big three. Is, they though, don't have a deep bench. The difference is, is I don't have to trade anything for Donovan Mitchell. He's going to, he can leave on his own accord. Okay, so that's, if you that's can that's get the big Donovan, difference here. No matter how many first round picks you lost, if you can get MB, Brunson, and Donovan Mitchell on the same squad, oh wow, how you not making that happen? You're not realizing what I'm saying though. The Knicks have like freaking nine to ten or eleven picks. You don't just who say they're gonna be superstars. You don't just give those away for the first shiny. You don't just give that away if you don't have to. You have Donovan Mitchell who can literally leave in free agency. Would y'all do it for Giannis? Would you do it for Giannis? I wouldn't do it for any player. The, The Knicks, I feel like the Knicks are building the correct way. The Knicks have been notorious for throwing away their future right. for immediate success. The Knicks not and contenders right now. I get it. I get but, it. But I get the Knicks it. not contenders. You can't bank on the first rounders the Knicks, coming in. Do you really realistically believe that Joel Embiid on the Knicks makes them a championship team? They can. Yeah. They can. It depends so, on. It yeah. depends. You really believe with Boston in the East, with no Milwaukee in the East, you think that's a championship team? Yeah, that Joel Embiid is the missing They'll be right there with Boston. Yes. You yes. Think, so you think he's yes. a missing piece? Yes. Okay. He's definitely a miss. Ashley, hey. you know what? I, but I get I get okay. Ashley's uh, philosophy. There's a lot of teams that say, "Hey, let's build from within. Let's build from with you know inside the draft." Look at the Nuggets. I get it. So here, but here's the situation, Ashley. You just turned 30 this year. All right. So guess what? You'll be celebrating maybe your first championship in your lifetime when you're 45. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I'll still You won't wait 15 years? I'll still be fine as hell at 45. <laughs> all right, That's there all right. You go. We then good. you good, then. <laughs> then you good. Before we close Dang. out this before we close out this segment, um, Charles Barkley wants you to shut up and play. All right? He had um, this take about load management in the NBA. Listen to this. I'm talking to the players, man. Forget the ownership. Forget the fans. As a player... If you're going to make $50, $60 million a year to play basketball three or four days a week, play basketball, man. Now, if you're injured, if you're injured, don't play. But everybody hurts after the first two weeks of the season. Your, your legs sore, your knees sore. If you're injured, I don't want you to play. But the notion that, number one, bless these guys, you're making – 30, 40, 50 million dollars to play basketball four days a week. Y'all got the best shoes. You got the best medical staff. You got these guys sleeping in chambers. You got ice baths. Man, if you can play, shut the hell up and play. (laughs) How you feel, Ash? Listen, I agree with this. I think that load management um, has you know, so been far removed from what it was initially intended intended to be. It was a way to preserve your star players really on Mm back-to-backs. It wasn't a way to just, you know, give them a week off throughout the season and multiple weeks off because, you know, you just want to preserve them for when it counts. Um, Load management was a – it was intended to be very sporadic, and like I said, on those back-to-back games, those road trip games after a back-to-back, um, I just feel like it's just become so large and just such a, a problem in the NBA. You guys, you guys have guys playing or not playing because you know they got a paper cut or their stomach hurts or they didn't sleep well last night, and it's just it's exhausting. You know, it's bad for the fans. It's bad for viewership. Um, it just sends a bad message that if you just don't want to play because it's not a primetime game because you're in, you know, Mo- not Milwaukee, that's primetime. You're in Charlotte and you just you you play Boston the next night and you're like, no one's going to watch this Charlotte game. I'm not going to play. It's it's whack. You know what I mean? Well, so I agree with Chuck. If you're not injured, 
go out there and play the game. Here, here's, here's the, here's the reality. Eighty-two games is way too much. We're talking about eighty-two games, seven months out of the year. We're talking about flying from the East Coast to the West Coast, back to the East Coast, back to backs. You know, three, four games in a week at times. It's way too much. See, back in the day, you know, players had that and still do that uh, gladiator mentality, you know, playing through anything. That shit was dumb then and it's dumb now. But I get why they under why they think that way. B, we came up in that era where things started to change. Like we, 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 I would say you and I cut from that old school, uh, that old school mentality and that in that type of cloth where when we were in college, you know, we were still doing two a days, like real two a days. They yeah, changed into the all league. Of that. Right. Yeah. And then in, in the league doing two a days. So I get it. But you can do things better. People hate change. So and, and unless the NBA come in and tweak this this schedule, which is challenging because what the Brandon, money you sound the money crazy, the, but but the, the reason why it's going to be tough for them because what the TV deals are so lucrative and that's what's keeping everybody paid Brandon. and everybody's pockets fat. Brandon. I'm telling you that it's just too much. Brandon. It's too much. We're it's not too talking much. about having. We're not talking about having guys out there playing 82 games for minimum wage. They are highly. It doesn't matter. Hold on. It's just they because are, they're getting paid they are highly, uh, uh, 62 million. They are highly compensated. They are Doesn't matter. They are highly compensated for their time. They are highly compensated for the gig. You knew what it was when you signed up. The NBA has been playing 82 games for decades. This is not a new formula. Whether or not you like Here it, we go. it's whether basketball or not season. you Here we don't. Go. The gig is the gig, and you are paid handsomely for it. If your leg isn't broken, if your back isn't injured, if you are not in, if you are not in, if you do not have a legitimate injury, I don't care if you're sore. What if you're just I tired? I don't care if you're tired. We're all tired. We're all. You know what? Hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Here we go. You know what? I'm tired right okay, now. Okay. Now, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. 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 Here you go. I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna go lay down. No, the gig is the gig. Go out there and play. Hold on, real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick. So Monday I was here. Tuesday shot over to Cincinnati. This before. Monday show here in Miami, I was somewhere else, right? Boom. I'm bouncing all over the place. One of our uh, team members, I ain't going to say no names this morning. We land. We, we, we get up at four in the morning. Okay. We shot all day yesterday in Cincinnati. Got some dope stuff coming for y'all in the, hopefully in a week or two. We get up at four in the morning for a 5 a.m. flight or 530 a.m. flight or 6, 6 a.m. flight. We had to lay over because ain't. Cincinnati ain't too many planes coming in and out mm -hmm. of Cincinnati. So we had a layover in, in, in Atlanta. And then we come here, right? So, boom, we land in Fort Lauderdale. He says, man, these flights is killing me. All we doing is shooting. <laughs> he just shooting. He said, man, these flights is killing me. It's tearing up my body. Ashley, you don't have to have the injury. I Do you don't, understand Brandon, how, how many people what you're be saying to me? I don't care. Because I they have get paid all the no, money. No, I have literally been on a 6 a.m. red eye coming from L.A., running on no sleep, come and done this show, come and done other shows, okay, have keep going. events to keep do. Going. The gig is the gig. Okay, but you hold you on, do Ashley, what you have Ashley, to do. Now, you're Ashley, not getting sympathy from me because your back hurts and you didn't sleep well last night when you're getting well, paid $45 million an a year. Answer me Go this. out there and do your job. Answer me this. Did you do that seven months 
in a row. Brandon, there are no, no, no. There are times that you. There are times. Most of the time, if you are a busy person, most successful people are running on inefficient amount of sleep. It just is. It's scientifically proven because you have a billion. And so y'all want to keep doing it. Y'all want to keep doing it that way. There are days that I forget to eat because I have so much going on. That's what you want to do. I'm not saying it's okay. If you're getting paid forty-five million dollars to play eighty-two games a season, unless you are severely injured, I don't give a damn if your stomach hurts. I don't care if your eye is twitching. I don't care if you got two hours of sleep last night. Go out there and do your job. So listen, you you know how you said B is crazy, right? Yeah. You go think I'm batshit crazy because I agree with him a thousand percent I agree with him a thousand percent because everything you're naming when you say everybody tired you're going on flights and not saying that I mean it's not the same but it's not everything that these athletes are doing it's like physically wearing them down so then go do a different job no we love the job we do but but no because because this is the (laughs) overall concept this is this is where the disconnect is in the locker room, it's like, this is a marathon. We have one common goal, and that's to win a ring at the end of this year. That's right. We can't tire you guys out and trying to please everybody and say we playing every game, and then when we get to the playoffs, everybody's not moving as quick as they should, and then now, we, now we're not winning championships. Now everybody that said we should have played in all these games are pissed because we letting them down in the playoffs. It's like, no, you have to like take your rest in between the games well, during the game, the, during the, the hardest to part. get to the playoffs. It's a marathon. And like B said, because of contracts and TV deals, they're not going to cut the schedule. So we got to do what we got to do in-house to make that's sure right. so you don't have, we having right. a parade at the end so of the season. So you don't have an issue with athletes who there's absolutely nothing wrong with them except they're tired. That's or, right. or, hold on, they're tired or their neck sore or their arms sore or their big toe sore sitting out for three games in a row? It, it, no, because when there's nothing is, wrong with them, you don't this, think that's an issue? Okay, nope, but not, it's not different. if they're in position to win a championship. It's a different, it's different, right? So they play games week, well, four times a week, five times a week, back-to-back games, right? And in Kansas City, bro, I was in like year three, year four. I was always banged up. It's always a shoulder, a hamstring, mm-hmm. a knee. Bro, at one point, I was only in year three. They was like, bro, you ain't got to practice on Wednesdays. We go count your reps on Thursdays. And then Friday, like, that's how I walk through. So we can get you to the game. And we only playing one time a week. So if you prorate that into an NBA season where it's like, those not practices that some guys are sitting out throughout the week. Those are actually games that they're going to be playing in because some guys are injury prone. Some of them do be banged up more than others. I can see why they are sitting out. I also got to push back on the two of you on this because we're not talking about players who are flying coach. You are chartered. You're on chartered flights. You're not going through TSA. (laughs) You're staying in the best hotels. You want to talk about a struggle. You want to talk about having to play back to back games and having to perform where load management is not nearly a problem like it is in the NBA. You talk to a WNBA player who has to fly coach, who has to go through the actual airport, who's staying at at Holiday Inns versus the four seasons but you don't see them sitting out of games because their they back can't, hurts though. they That's, can't they can't like, cuz they're a, built in their league it's not the they're point built in their league. what i'm saying is that it can be done isn't it no it can't is it a, i mean it yes, obviously it can, can be it done can. it's being done but you got to think about this though if you are uh, a team that has an opportunity to win a championship right or if you're a team that have a uh, uh, a generational type talent on your on your team like a zion williamson 
then you got to be very strategic in getting them not only through their year, but through their career. So you're telling me that a Zion Williamson's longevity is more important than a Candace Parker's? Because I'm telling no, you nobody, right now. No, nobody's bringing that up. Is, is that you guys are well, no, let's stick to the, the NBA, NBA though. And the, no, because it has been done like, in, in other in leagues. WNBA, you're watching the, the WNBA do has it. how many games? They're not playing 82 games. It doesn't matter. We're talking about the premise of load management and back-to-backs and playing. Yes, because which, which it's 82 games in the WNBA. Which they deal with. But you're ignoring the fact the WNBA are also playing back-to-back games as well. You don't have this load yeah, but it's not and they don't have games. nearly the Ashley, comforts. Ashley, you just brought up the WNBA. They're You're not missing playing the point, 80- Brandon. No, it, it, that is the point because it's, they play 82 games is way too much, and so they have to they have to manage the season. It's been 82 games the, for 50 you're bringing years. Up, you're bringing up the WNBA. The WNBA. Let's look at it. I'm gonna pull it up. How many games so do they play in a year? Me, you can't even compare the two. Explain to me why load management has not been an issue until recently. Because, because we're you getting have smarter. Pe- no, because Aaron Rodgers just tore like Charles Achilles Barkley. Because you the, had people like know, Michael Jordan know, in his last year in the NBA playing 82 games. You've had Kobe Bryant playing 82 games a season. This is not a new formula. They play 40 games. This is they not, play half the year. If, the if WNBA you plays Brandon. half the games. Hold on really quick. Really quick. Really quick. Really quick. Ashley, we're getting smarter. Technology is is is, is better. Science is, is better and more efficient. That's why things are changing. Concussions in the NFL. No, we should take the hit out of the game. We to change the game. Aaron Rodgers is saying he may come back in four weeks. I mean, in four months instead of seven months, six to seven months, because he got some new surgery. Like, we're getting better. We're, we're smarter. You're ignoring the fact that I don't it's care been about Charles 82 Barkley games. playing 82 games back in the 80s. It's been 82 games for 50-plus years. So you're telling me now so we, that everything the athletes the same. now – are smarter than the athletes in the past. You didn't have load management. So we shouldn't do. So we shouldn't do. You know why? uh, Because uh, Elijah uh, Wan was playing 82 games. Kobe was playing 82 games. Shaq was playing 82 games. The OGs, the Hall of Famers, were playing 82 games. You don't run from the grind. If your back isn't broken, if your kneecap isn't broken, I don't care if you didn't sleep well last night. Go out there and do your $45 million a year job. It's ridiculous. All right, so let's not reform. So, 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 so. Uh, this is the last thing I would say to this then. Everything that Jay-Z and everybody's doing, like trying to reform what's going on um, in, in, the, in the criminal system, in the prison system, like we shouldn't be looking at that. We shouldn't be looking at that. I'm about to get there. I'm about to get there. What does the we prison system the, have to the, do with the, I got to uh, see how you go pull it back, The bro. policies that see. were put in place back in the 18, 1800s, in the early 1900s, all that stuff need to stay the same, right? Ashley... Change is okay. You're ref- you're comparing yes. the prison reform system <laughs> to load management in the I'm, NBA. No, what I'm comparing this to is change. That's it. Like what you're saying is because because we play 82 games for 52. No, no, I'm not feeling that one. Oh, no, 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 that's all. I, that's why I compared all these other things. It's like because you know this system was put in place a hundred years ago or fifty years ago doesn't mean make doesn't mean that it's the right way of doing it. It's smart. It is what it is. Though. It's all about money. Until it changed. just like it's like the until, the prison system. It was all until, about money. Eighty two games about money. Stop comparing the prison. Yeah, system I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Until it changes. Did I convince you? No. You ah, <laughs> I had to be honest. You did not convince me with that analogy. <laughs> Beef, I'll give you last points on this before we break. Nah, but I just think 
it's a time for change. Low management is here. It's smart. It's going to keep the players healthy. You want to see your MVP, high-caliber guys on the court in the playoffs. So, no, we need it. Well, until it changes, go out there and do your job. All right? <laughs> I thought you we said will, he was going to get the last be, word. I, I'm closing out. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and take a little break. We'll be right back. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yo, basketball season is here. Yo, it's about to get wild. I thought we was going to break. We got no break. Oh, yeah. When the green light, when the green light come on, it's time to go, man. It's time to go. I'm, I, I actually, that was my name. You smell me. Called you green light? Yeah. I learned all this shit from him. <laughs> <laughs> Beach, oh my God. Hey, the girls are back. We can talk for hours. Green light here. Hey, green no, light. No, no, by so, the way, it's a song. Hold on, let me explain It's a song on the best of both let worlds. Let me explain this though, because this is. This it's a song on best of both worlds that called the green light. Okay. You don't know that song? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Green okay. light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I go on Magic City, that song, come on. Huh? I make sure that the DJ play it. I spend about. 15, 16, 20,000. On the song? One song! Yeah, on that song. Like, that's the time to go. It's time to go. And you gotta realize, I'm a young, I'm I'm young in in three hours in the strip club. But I'm young, bro. Yeah, I'm young. No, I spend more than five thousand. I ain't even throwing my money. Uh, uh, I ain't throwing one song Pac, though. Pack, pack, and Tish had to teach me how to throw money a couple months ago. Listen, I spent. I ain't know how to do I it. I spent ten thousand dollars <laughs> every Monday night for ten years straight. Come on, and I match you too. That's no. Want to say that again? I spent ten thousand dollars every every Monday. Monday night in Magic no City bullshit. for ten years straight. No bullshit. No bullshit. For bro. ten years straight. Four point eight. You, you, Was it worth it? Hell yeah. That's a great question, too. My finance advisor will be on my line. Oh, Shady McCoy. I mean, listen, if, if you want to be broke, keep doing that. <laughs> you know they talk to you. I mean, for me, yeah, it was worth it because it, it, it was a cultural movement. It wasn't about, it wasn't even about the, the dancers per se. It wasn't about me being this horny guy that wanted to see naked women, right? It wasn't about that. It was just about the actual cultural movement of what was actually happening. But I also play for Pete, so I know. So you feel, I mean, you know what, at the end of the day, bro. No, but we, a nigga, we'll a nigga, a nigga, we is. First hold on, hold on, hold on. So that's, on. that's paint the picture for No, 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 so right. that's. First and goal with Beast Mode in the Super Bowl. Hold on, he didn't get the ball. And we throw a slant. I Six like six. the call though. I hate that. I See, only a, re- only, a, only a receiver. You but you, guess what? A, a receiver that, guess what? Malcolm Beasley said, thank you, coach. That no, dumbass. Butler, Butler, Butler. Oh, yeah. Malcolm Beasley. Yeah, we call Malcolm Beasley. Yeah, That's okay. my dog, okay. Malcolm Beasley. Okay. That's really my yeah. dog. Yeah, he made yeah, one big play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we ain't going to do that. But go ahead. Go ahead. Go so, ahead. so you never answered the question. I know where I bro on. But you know what I'm on that Like you said, though, at the end of the day, it's a football play. You feel what I'm talking about? No, no, money. Don't give me that. But the thing is, you feel me? Like I told you before, I'm humble. So a lot of people, when they hear that, they won't think that. When it comes to the play call, and that was this type of situation, I'm boiling. And the only thing I could do was think that I need to get in his face. Because, yeah, Pete. So then what happened is, you in that mindset (laughs) of like, should have gave me the ball, should have gave me the ball, this, that, and the third. But then what what it let me do was, it really got me the opportunity to see how people really felt about him. So when I walk in that uh, that building, you feel me though, that was a level of respect for me. That was like the highest level of respect to the point where we had to, the peak of our careers, you feel me though, 
with the opportunity to go ahead and start a dynasty. And then we fumbled a bag on the two-yard line. And now it's, it's really helping, you feel me, with that business. Now them deals coming in. And now people, oh, yeah. Man, they should have gave you that ball. <laughs> Conversation started. Oh, okay, well, what kind of business you got? You know I mean? Oh, I got this. Ooh, okay, well, yeah, I, you know what I mean? How I wiggle myself up in this little thing right here, player. But now it's just a, you feel me, the, the capitalizing. Hello, hello, welcome back. We have cooled down. Brandon was still trying to plead his points behind yeah, because the Yeah, because your dad, I see in the chat. Yeah, my dad calls you Mr. Out. Jeffrey Moss. What's his middle name? I know his middle I'm name. I'm not I'm telling you his middle name. <laughs> you see you in there, he's talking about, Ashley's dad going to say, B. Marsh, I'm disappointing you, brother. You sound soft. <laughs> well, then that means B. Flow soft, too, because he agreed with me. Why you ain't called B. Flow out, too? B. Flow got, I, don't, I don't mind being called that. He dodged the cool. smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. It's not my favorite time of year yet. You guys know how much I love March Madness. We haven't gotten there just yet. It's only October. But we're going to call this segment here Marsh Madness. All right? This is Brandon Marshall's top five anything list. This is where we give him an opportunity to show show his showmanship, get up, move around, get crazy, get acclimated. And this time around, we're going to do his top five NFL teams. So, Brandon, the floor is yours. Thank you guys so much. Uh, it's an amazing opportunity to be uh, standing in front of you guys, sitting in front of you guys, telling you exactly what it looks like in the NFL when we talk about the top five through the first six to seven weeks. Some teams had a bye, so they're sitting at six games, and some completed seven. This is what it is. Some will be debatable, but for the most part, I think everybody's going to agree with me, B. Okay? These first three, and I'm going to start – from five, okay? And then we'll make our way to the number one team in the NFL. These first three, ah, all interchangeable. They're all interchangeable. One of these teams is going to be like, what, really? I'm telling you, yes. Some, there's some kinks in the armor. <laughs> five. You got the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens is a scary team. They might be the scariest team in the NFL because they haven't even hit their midseason stride and they're averaging 27, 28 points a game. Lamar Jackson, he's still trying to get Odell Beckham Jr. in the flow. If Bro, watch body language. Odell was pissed in the fourth quarter. Why? And then what happened in the fourth quarter when they're up by a couple of scores, three, four scores? They're throwing it to him every play. Why? That tells me as a wide receiver that they're trying to get him going. He's pissed off. They're trying to get him going. If Odell can stay on the field and he get going, everybody need to look out, especially in the AFC. The fourth team, man, they could go anyway. But I'm, I'm counting on them, and I'm, I'm betting on them to go the right way. That's the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins sitting at four for me because this is a team that could easily be number one. Are they going to find their championship pedigree throughout this year? There, there's those games, B, you know, where you're battle-tested. It's like, damn, that's the game we needed. Those two losses, man, is interesting. But I, don't, I, I think there's going to be a moment in the season that they're going to overcome something that's going to be like, oh, damn, we can be the Chiefs. We can uh, uh, be the Eagles. Okay, so I got the Miami Dolphins right there. I don't know what they're calling their team. Oh, we got the San Francisco 49ers right there. BC in the booth is just jumping the gun, but that's okay. Let me finish up this Miami Dolphins point really quickly. What is their name? Like, they're breaking. Oh, BC, want to take it away? Nope. People already (laughs) seen it. It's okay. Uh, The Miami Dolphins, their offense, man, like, their offense is so unbelievable. 
the greatest show on turf. I don't know what they're going to dub their their offense, but it's legendary, and their defense is going to continue to get better. And you got your boy Jalen Ramsey, who's working his way back. He's out there on the practice field as we speak. The 49ers, you guys see my, my three. This is the one where I think it could be debatable, right? Just literally 10 days ago, everybody was saying they're the best team in football, potentially. What's going on with them? Can they overcome? I'm not like uh, some of these other fickle people out there. I've always stood on the table for Brock Purdy after his first touchdown throw when he took over for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo going down. And I just saw the flare. I saw the moxie. And you can just tell that this kid was ready for this moment. It wasn't bigger than him, but he didn't look well last uh last week we talked about that right where we didn't think christian uh mccaffrey was going to play debo samuels didn't play but mccaffrey did play we're like all right let's see what you can do he didn't look good b he didn't look good at all um so we'll see if this guy will overcome it and i would say he will overcome it i'm not concerned about them uh number two the eagles but before we even get to two you see that space right there that's actually like two spaces because you got those three teams lumped in at once, and then you got the number two teams like space, 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 and then you got the Philadelphia Eagles right there. The Philadelphia Eagles, they looked really good last week. They had a nice outing. It was what you wanted to see, right, Ashley? Isn't that what you wanted to see? No, okay. I mean, I didn't want to see it, but. <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, it's, it's a team you're just making up stuff. Like, well, they were blowing out people all last year. Oh, my goodness. Now they're struggling. They're struggling, but they're sitting here at five and one, six and one. Okay, well. Hopefully that was enough for you, Ashley, okay, and everybody else out there hating on the Eagles. Then let's do another space, 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 and then obviously we have the Kansas City Chiefs. Three spaces in between, and we talked about this. We had Travis Kelsey come here and say, well, no, everybody everybody is kind of close, man. You know football. He's, he was kind of political a little bit. Come on, man. You know, it's the Kansas City Chiefs, and then there's a big space, and then there's the Philadelphia Eagles, then there's a couple spaces, then there's everybody else. The Kansas City Chiefs, I'm not saying that they're going to blow out everybody, but really good teams find a way. They're going to be in scrappy games, and they're always going to find a way to win. And their defense is number two. They've never been in this position over the last 10 years where they had great offense, whether with Alex Smith, then Patrick Mahomes taking over, and then your defense is top five? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Who's going to beat them? Debate it if you want to, Ashley. Do you see anything there? B-Flow, do you see anything there? The chat, is there a super chat? Do you guys see anything? Do y'all want to push back on my top five? Please tell me. I must say, bro, this list is pretty accurate. I was Ooh. trying to see who I can flip because I like disagreeing with you sometimes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to do it. But, nah, man, this this is pretty accurate. Um, Kansas City, they are the best team in the league by far. I feel that way. Actually, don't feel that way by far. Philly, until this last game against Miami, I wouldn't have them at number two, but they showed they beat a quality opponent. They beat them. Like they should, well, they beat them, yeah, they beat them convincingly, and they go do number getting better, adding guys to their team, they secondary, uh, they they're gonna be better. San Francisco, that was the debatable one for me. I was like, man, they lost two in a row. Really? I don't know yeah, about. Why are Bro the Cowboys not up there if they, the Forty Nineers <laughs> lost two in a row to inferior teams? Yeah, yeah, but that, Debo Samuel's being down, and, and that's the only reason I gave you grace. being banged up, and then that big fumble I don't that have he had. Diggs. I didn't get a, I didn't get a pass. Oh my! The, the only reason the I Cowboys. gave you grace with the uh, 49ers one is because no, nah, who Baltimore so, just so who you demolished the line. No, 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 no. She like to throw stuff in I'm this just, league. I'm just no, don't, no, 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 don't do that. So if you want the Detroit Lions I'm in just there. throwing stuff out there to make it to to move the conversation. What about the Lions? <laughs> nope. See, the only reason I didn't think the Lions should be in because the Ravens just handed it to them, right? So they had the same record. Ravens, 
they just whooped them. So you can't put the Lions ahead of the Ravens. And the Dolphins, you could just flip them and the 49ers if I wanted to be perfect about this because the really? Dolphins did look bad against the Eagles, but they ain't have X-Man. They ain't have Jalen, H-N, the running back. Like that's When you lose a player in your offense, man, that usually is getting the bulk of the load, that's what happened with San Fran in right. the Minnesota game. Like that hurts. So Miami, I don't know. It's Bro, it's almost flawless. So if Thank you, you if you want to nitpick, you, you can switch to Miami and San Francisco. Somebody said y'all disrespecting the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, listen, the Minnesota Vikings. I, I picked them to cover this last was it Thursday night football. Who would they take out though? If you the, the Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings Minnesota not in. even top five. Like, they're not like, better than Baltimore not say that. Right I was about now. to about to show, give them a little grace and say that the Minnesota Vikings definitely is one of those teams that we could pay attention to. Wait, they look good wait, in the top five. No, 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 no. Okay, 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 okay. No. No. But Ashley, I got a question for you. Are we is there any team that is a team that is honorable mention for top five? The Dallas Cowboys. And who else? Any like the Detroit Lions? <laughs> Did I miss anybody else for honorable mention? I know I don't have a little list there. Let me scan it. Uh not Buffalo. But they're not there yet. Would you say that would you say the the Dallas Cowboys? They're outside. They're, outside. Okay. they're, they're knocking on the door. Okay. They're outside. Okay. Uh would you say not Jacksonville, no. Nah, no. Well, Jacksonville's tough. Five, Jacksonville's tough. Five, they're a team. They're, they're 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 honorable mention. Top you got to see a couple more. I think honorable mention see. mean they could have been five A. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't put them at five A. I think okay. top ten is fair. Well, my, when I say honorable yeah. mention, I mean teams on the cusp. Like you, you watching them, you know. Minnesota Vikings, would, like I, uh, I say, I say, the, I say Jacksonville's top ten. I wouldn't say they're. Top on 10. the cusp of top closer five. closer than that. If, if you want to put yeah, right outside of it. Yeah, just top 10, wherever you want to put, put them outside. Maybe like wanna, six, seven. Yeah, if you want to put outside of that, you can go. Jacksonville's Cle five and two. Yeah, you can put Jacksonville, Detroit. Like maybe a Cleveland. Maybe Cal a, Cleveland, maybe, first of all. Ah, Cleveland, four and two. They four and two. Pittsburgh's four and two. We not. Cleveland, no. Cleveland can't come on the loop. Cleveland's not Pittsburgh, a lot of Pittsburgh, like you can put all those teams in a little clump outside. But nah, when you say I feel 5A, like, it's only one team. I heard, so you literally just sat here and said Cleveland, but you just glazed over the Cowboys. I was going to get to the Cowboys. Mentions. I was just naming a few. Why another, did Cleveland not, get before us? Another interesting we team. We better than they are. Another interesting team for us to watch Same. out for is the, oh, okay. uh, <laughs> the Seattle <tomato>. Seahawks. <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks is another team, right? So, like, this is the top five here, guys. Um, I'm surprised you didn't put your boy uh, Russell Wilson on here. Well, if y'all late. Happy birthday, Sierra, by the way. Today, mm. I know today is your 38th birthday. Happy birthday. Yes. My cookies. My, is it my cookies? <laughs> what is it? What's the song? My goodies, you oh. idiot. <laughs> my goodies. Oh, my cookies. Now, but be, I'm impressed, bro. You you kind of nailed this one. You kind of nailed this one right here. Appreciate uh, you, it. You can't do too much. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was. It, I think it's easy right now where it's going to get really interesting is, you know, in about three weeks. Three to four weeks is going to be interesting. You're everybody's going to show themselves. Yeah. Everybody's going to show themselves. And there could, there could be a Denver Broncos team that everybody's like, where the hell did they come from? Brandon, be for real, please. They, All right, I just said it. Just Denver. clip that for me, put it in the file. We'll come back to it December 1st. Can we do that? Sure, we'll, we'll laugh at you. Brandon, <laughs> Brandon Marshall here, Brandon Flowers here, Ashley Nicole Moss here on SiriusXM, Faction Talk Channel 103, also on YouTube. Uh, on YouTube, you sat down with Bam. How you say his last name? Adebayo. I, how you say it? Adebayo. That's my son's favorite player. Do you, you know how to say his name now? No. Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo. At Adebayo. Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo. Yeah, or you, you want to be Kendrick Perkins out of the Bayou? 
Oh, I like that. You want to bam out of the bayou? You want That'd that? Be disrespectful. <laughs> That'd be disrespectful. I think he no. He actually finds it. He thinks it's hilarious that Kendrick Perkins can't say his name, but I can't say his name. You I can't say a lot of people's bayou. names. I know. That's I stay in my pocket. Well, bam. listen. Bam, bam. Let's. <laughs> that's his nickname. There you go. For twenty-five years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's hard lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. We're going to go ahead and stay in the realm of football and talk Jerry Jones because he gave um, a rather interesting... I guess if you want to, I don't know. I'm interesting. I'm using that very loosely. Um, he had something to say about the Cowboys and engaging in trade talks. The, dread, the trade deadline for the NFL is October 31st, Halloween. Now, during his weekly radio appearance yesterday, he said that the he said that the Cowboys would not initiate trade talks because he likes the roster, but he would be willing to listen if teams called. So mm. this sounds a lot like to me that girl who like is interested in this guy, but she's not going to make the first move unless he calls her first. Right. And if she, if he doesn't call her first and she not calling him and they just going to go their separate ways. And like, Jerry, if there's somebody that you want, pick up the phone and ask like, what the hell? Ain't nobody going to kiss the ring, kiss your feet. Like this is weird. No, it's not. This is weird to me. We have a, we have a large sample size of uh, who Jerry Jones is, right? Like, you know, everybody negotiates a little differently. They have different strategies, different tactics. I don't think he's playing any games. Think about it. What Jerry wants, Jerry goes and gets. So if Jerry wanted to go get somebody, he'll go get somebody. I don't think he's playing any games. And if you look at them over the last, what, 10 years or so? B, remember when we got in the league, it was like, it felt like Jerry Jones and like uh, Daniel Snyder were guys out there just throwing money at situations mm -hmm. and trying to go win a Super Bowl. Jerry Jones flipped. They flipped right around like, I felt like it was like 2009, 2010, where they were like, you know what? Let's build with, from within the draft. Homegrown talent. And, mm -hmm. and they start making extremely smart moves. That's how they were able to get to this place. Like, they have a really strong roster. Now, they're banged up in some areas, but I can understand why Jerry's saying, no, I do like my, how my team is constructed. Now, 
just like a few other teams out there, you got the Philadelphia Eagles trading for their safety from Tennessee, trying to get better, trying to get you know find a way. The Rams played the money ball game where they're like, yo, we don't give a damn about these first-round picks. We're going to go get veteran guys that we know uh, already, and they can help us win now. They go out there, they, they go to one Super Bowl, then they come back, and they win another Super Bowl. So Jerry Jones, it's really like, all right, are you – are you trying to compete with the Philadelphia Eagles? There's only a few teams there, the Kansas City Chiefs, if you if you make it to the Super Bowl. But as far as like being competitive, have a strong roster, I like where they're at. And everybody keeps talking about Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry. I like their two running backs. They're three running backs. I like what the Dallas Cowboys are doing. You're just looking at for that one person that could potentially get you over the home. Julio Jones, this is the last thing I'll say to this. Julio Jones, people are like, well, Julio Jones, Julio Jones. Well, all you need from Julio Jones is maybe four plays. Four. Doubling him, doubling him, Julio's one-on-one. Yo, clutch. You know how many young guys, their eyes get big when the lights are on, you're on primetime game or you're in a postseason, and they've been like that all year. They've been on the scout team ripping it up. But as soon as the lights come on, B, they fold. So Jerry Jones needs to be looking for those type of opportunities for me. So – I'm like you, B, where I feel they have a strong roster. Um, I like the way he built this team uh, through the draft, and he makes his moves on the offseason. He don't really trade during the season like that. Like mm-hmm. That's not his M.O. right now. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like the Dallas Cowboys have a lot of holes where it's like it's a glaring trade need. Philly needed that. Philly yeah. had they, – they secondary been banged up all year. They probably played 14 different uh, guys in the secondary mm-hmm. since the season started. So they needed a guy to come in and be a staple back there in their secondary. So, I mean, I know it's sexy to have a pick come in during out, I mean, a trade throughout the year. It's exciting. You got a new guy on your team. But Jerry, this was where I think, like, he's being wise. Like, I don't care about the glitz and glamour right now. Like, you don't we think that figure- they could utilize uh, an additional wide receiver? You don't think that they could utilize I, someone I, to kind of fill why? the void of C.D. Lamb? C.D. Lamb? C.D. great. He's wide receiver. Cook? Cooks and Gallup. And Gallup? Like, I like think what? You're not going to get too much better than that out there unless you're going to give up a lot. You just got to utilize them the right way. You could have had DeAndre Hopkins, but I digress. But I don't I know like if y'all, I would. I like y'all I do. I like. Up. I'm just saying we could have had DeAndre Hopkins, but I digress. <laughs> I don't even I, know if I know I you're not like... happy in Tennessee, D-Hop. You don't got to lie to me. I know you're not happy there. I saw your face. I don't want to be there. I don't think you can get too much better with the receiving core they have. So you don't want to go out there and trade for somebody, mess up the chemistry. You trade for somebody, now they want the ball, now CD want the ball. It's just it's just too much to go with that. Well, speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, much to B-Flow's point um, after the 49ers blew out the uh, Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones made some comments regarding that and the Niners' struggles over the last two games. He said, quote, they can be had. And despite the Niners, like I said, handling the Dallas Cowboys earlier in the season, he says that the best football is ahead, but the Better football is ahead for the Dallas Cowboys, and their best football is ahead of them. And now they know that the 49ers are not unbeatable, and they just didn't do their job. B-Flow, this is exactly what you were saying. Do you still believe that? Do you agree with Jerry? Yeah, Cowboys is a good – listen, Cowboys are going to make the playoffs. They're a good football team. They were great before the injury to Diggs. Once they figure out how to overcompensate for not having a shutdown corner on one side of the field, like, they're going to be fine. Their thing is they have to beat teams like the Rams coming up, right? Because you have to win this division. The thing about the Cowboys is they just can't lose games they're supposed to win. Mm -hmm. Just going 
throughout this season because they're going to need home field advantage. They need to win the division because you don't want to go on the road in the NFC. That's going to be tough sledding, right? So if the Cowboys just do what they're doing, they're a good team. Like, they could have been 5-8 easily. I was just joking with you, Ash, when it comes to them. Like, mm-hmm. I, I agree with Jerry. Like, we don't need to do anything. Like, people overreact us to us all the time. Like, they, they only ugly loss right. was against Arizona. It wasn't a day, but it was no blowout, I feel, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just right. – you can, you can so, say 49ers was their ugly game, but 49ers biggest, will do that to anybody. My biggest thing can, – can we go back to my top five really quickly? Just throw that graphic up just real quick, and maybe you put us three on the side. Wow, the Cowboys ain't on it. I don't care. So, but here's the thing. I, so, I got the Kansas City Chiefs there at the top, and then the spaces in between – and then pretty much everyone else there, right? Um, you got the Eagles and then some space there and then everybody else. And the reason why I did that is because everybody's beating everybody. I said this, I think we talked about this last year or this offseason. We talked about it, you know, beginning of the season. There's more parity in the NFL than we've ever seen before. You love that Back word. in the day, yeah, I know, I love it. Back in the day, you know, you, you had the, the same quarterbacks, the same teams running the AFC, running the NFC. Those guys are gone. Mm-hmm. So now, you, like what you said, the San Francisco 49ers, they lose to the Cleveland Browns. Now, the Cle- w- w- did Deshaun even play when no, he lost to him? He didn't even play. Mm-hmm. That's what he I'm saying. He didn't even play. And then they come back and they lose to the Minnesota Vikings without Justin Jefferson, right? So, you know, there's so much parity. The Miami Dolphins, they go out there and blow somebody. To be, be, they put up 70 on the uh, – on the uh, uh, on the Broncos, Broncos, and then they come back and they lose to the – they let the Buffalo Bills put up 50 on them, right? So there's a lot of parity in the NFL right now. So, like, you just got to stay the course. Who you really need to be looking at is those guys. I, it, it's, it, if they stay healthy, and that's a tough it's, – it's tough, right, because injury is inevitable in the NFL. But if those two teams at the top stay healthy, they'll probably be right back there. And and I want to see the Dallas Cowboys in there. Ashley, I want to be there with you and Mr. Jeff at the parade. Like, I, hopefully y'all get me a ticket. Like, I want to go. But it's we're, tough. We're, to, we'll consider it. It's going to be tough. <laughs> so that's why I want to throw this up here because this is why if you're Jerry Jones, you don't go out there and rush, right? Because all you got to do is just like, yo, if we can get our brand of ball down, we can be in position. Right, we can be in position right there, and you never know. You get in the, uh, you get into the, uh, into the playoffs against the Eagles, and the Eagles like Jalen Hurts go out there and throw two, three picks. And you it's never division know. game, you know, division games. It's, it's like harder. let's get it. And Dak Prescott, and Dak Prescott, he owns that division. Like, look at his record with the Eagles, the Giants, and the Commanders. Yeah. But Jack, but Dak Prescott's ass though. Yeah, we never said that. Just well, wanna, the people is just wanna. Not y'all, not, no, no, not no, no, y'all. no, 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 I know. And yeah. people didn't say that. Person said that. But I digress. Moving on. A bunch of people um, have been saying that. Really? Yeah, what you mean? Like, oh. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like Dak Prescott. Half the world like me, half the world hate me. <laughs> Jesus. Well, listen, before we move on to our rookie segment, I know, Brandon, yesterday we spoke about uh, the Miami Dolphins being a in-season team for Hard Knocks. They're going to start filming that that season right after the team gets back from playing in Germany against the Kansas City Chiefs. B-Flo and I uh, spoke about this yesterday, but I know you had some thoughts on the matter. What What do you make of this? This is fun. I, I, I like this, man, because, like, you know, this is what, you know, I Am Athlete is and so many of these other athletes' platforms and podcasts where you're starting to see the athlete for who they really are for the very first time. Like, I always said, man, B, like, I know I was institutionalized for a little bit when I first got in the league, 
but you know you got to do you got to say the right things you you always got to do the right you can't even you we we couldn't even dress the way we wanted to dress yeah. back then you got button ups and hard like man what what are we doing here so i like this because you're going to see the real Tyreek Hill coach McDaniel do you not want to see more coach McDaniel like like what else can he say what else is he going to do what is hanging on his wall i want to see what's in his vape cuz sometimes right. Jalen Ramsey I'm questioning <laughs> like Jalen Ramsey you know he's going to give you color he's going to give you uh you know some some amazing content i like this um, for the Miami Dolphins, I like this for the NFL, and, and I think the fans are going to love this. Well, B. Flo and I yesterday were saying that if the Dolphins don't uh, have the season that everyone's anticipating that they have, they're going to be going right back to that hard knocks and be like, see, that was the Tua and Tyreek, they didn't even look at each other in the locker room. That's why he didn't pass him that ball, and that's why we didn't the win that game. It's going to be everything. overanalyzing every So you don't like episode. it? Y'all don't like it? I like it. I don't dislike it. I think Beeflo also said it's going to yeah. be cool to see, like, oh, it's going to be cool to also see, like, what, you know, goes into a mm-hmm. season, what actually transpires and, and things like that. But I think it's going to serve as a game footage if things don't go the way that, you know, the yeah, fans they, want they always to. want to point the finger at something. Like, this was the distraction. Right, 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 yeah, right, yeah. You right. know? But, but like you said, B, just to wrap it up, it, it's going to be dope to see how we prepare, how we battle throughout practice, how focused we be. They're going to show some one-on-ones with Tyreek Hill versus X-Man. Like, oh, we want to see, like, how it really go down, you know, during yeah. the season when y'all locked in. Not training camp. Not Seven training out camp of ten times, just... Cheetah's going to win. I like X, man. But well, I like, let me stop. I like X. Too. Like I said, the episode, um, they start filming episodes after the Dolphins get back from Germany, where they will play the Kansas City Chiefs overseas. Um, but now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Yo Rookie, presented by yo, yo. Hero Sugar NFL Rookie of the Week. All right, so yesterday we dove into our six nominees for week seven. Go ahead and throw that graphic up there, BC. There they are. We got Chicago QB, Tyson Bag, Baguette. Did I say it, that right? it, Listen, that's what okay. your rookie is. There's no disrespect, but that's why I love this. Now you're getting to know these rookies for the first time, like Puka. Yeah. He's going to yeah. be the MVP. So mm-hmm. Chicago I mean, the, QB, Tyson Baygent. That's how you say it. Bay-Gent. All right. Baygent. Okay. All yes. Right. Completed 21 of 29 passes for 162 yards in the Bears <laughs> week 162 seven yards and he's up here? I'm sorry, Ashley. Not too many rookies. I'm just trying to finish. I just, I just, I'm just I'm trying sorry. to finish I'm the I'm sorry, list. but did you just say 162 <laughs> yards? 21 of 29 passes for 162 yards and a touchdown. Conspiracy is about to start with and a uh, touchdown. Justin Fields. Okay, moving on. Puka Nakua, we've seen him a few times. Caught eight passes for 154 yards. We got Josh Downs. We've seen him on this list before. Caught five passes for 125 yards and a touchdown in week seven. We have Jameer Gibbs had 126 scrimmage yards and nine receptions with a touch with a touchdown. That's, of course, Detroit running back. We had New York Giants cornerback Deontay Banks recorded seven tackles, one pass defended, and a pick in the Giants' week seven win. And lastly, we had Minnesota wide receiver Jordan Addison had seven catches for 123 yards and two TDs in the Vikings win on Monday Night Football. Now, yesterday, B-Flo broke his uh, – he, he's no longer an interview virgin because he held down the interview with Josh Downs all by himself. And we check this out. We got the footage. Let's what play you? a game. One word. I'm a name a receiver, and I want you to give me a word that describes him. Just one word, all right? 
Let's go. Tyreek Hill. Explosive. Justin Jefferson. Different. Stephon Diggs. Crafty. Jamal Chase. Mm. Strong. Cooper Cup. Special. Josh Downs. Got three with one of one, three words. <laughs> Just like you said. Okay, one of one. <laughs> all right, all right. Listen, um, voting closes Thursday at 11 a.m., and the NFL will announce the week seven winner at noon. So do not forget to vote for your favorite rookie of the week. <clears throat> at nfl.com slash voting slash rookies. Again, that's nfl.com slash voting slash rookies. This has been Yo Rookie, presented by Pepsi Zero NFL Sugar, NFL Rookie of the Week. And we will be right back after this short break. Oh, you're right there. Oh, we're, I'm right here. Okay, no break. <laughs> I'm the break. <laughs> well, your lighting is amazing today. Okay, no break. Just well, dive right into it. Here well, we really go. Quickly, I'm glad that we didn't go to break. Um, I think what we should do, maybe in the next, within the next two weeks or so, we should look at like who's leading, like uh, the voting for, or who's leading when it comes to rookie of the year. Right? We've been looking at, you know, every single week the candidates, and this guy wins, that guy wins. But like, yo, who if if the season stopped when we do this? The season has stopped. Who would who would win it? Who would take it home? Right now, Puka. Would it be Puka? I think so. Like Ashley. What who, about CJ? It's usually a quarterback. I know, but that's my point. Is like, and this is what I keep saying, right? About like these type of awards. The MVP. Just change the name. Change the name to the quarterback. To M- the quarterback. MVP to quarterback Q? trophy. Right, because you know, so it's you- quarterback, 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 quarterback. MVQ, most valuable thing, quarterback. That's what it needs to be. The thing that pisses me off about that award is like when you see a Derrick Henry eclipse 2,000 yards and that's only been done six, seven times in the history of the NFL, like that's hard to do. That's one of the hardest things to do in sports. But then you see a quarterback throw 45 touchdowns, you know, 4,500 yards, 5,000 yards. Like we've seen that before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The same thing here. Like C.J. Stroud, unbelievable what he's doing. 100%. But Puka, we've never seen this before at the wide receiver position. I'm trying to pull up the stats. Here you go right here. Oh, this is where am I? This is NHL. We're not in NHL. <laughs> Who watches the NHL? Let's a go to lot stats. Of people, Brandon. Nobody watches the NHL. Nobody watches MLB. Just you. Nobody watches MLB. No. Do, do you know what the ratings are for the postseason? Right <laughs> postseason. Yeah, everybody's going to pop out when it's postseason. Shout out to the, shout out to the Diamondbacks and uh, the, the Texas Rangers. They're headed to the World Series. Dope. Um, Puka has 750. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Just shout out to the Diamondbacks. They, they beat uh, Philly. Last night, I believe it was game seven, so they are heading to the World Series to face the Texas Rangers, who beat the Houston Astros mm. to get there. So that so, is our World Series matchup this All year. right, really quickly, because there's three things that we're talking about right now. But let's finish up this. Was there more people watching Lakers Nuggets or, or Suns uh, Warriors or the baseball game? Baseball game. I need you to want see to look that up? I need to see You can go ahead and look that up. I thought I she asked the, the question because you knew the numbers. No, I know. Like, I can guarantee you I'm that game. I can guarantee you that game seven. 
That was lit. Philly, it was lit. Diamondbacks was a hundred percent a higher viewership than the Lakers game, and you can look that up. Bryce I, I am was not, sick. Wasn't I am ninety nine point nine percent sure that I am a hundred percent right on that. My Bryce Harper was sick. Once they lost Game Six at home, what was I you watching? Was what was you watching? I don't watch baseball unless the Yankees are in it. Okay, so. then. I, that, my point. That's my point. But I was, I actually was flipping back and forth because I was, uh, you know, I don't like Philly fans, so. All right, really quickly, let me finish because we got <laughs> three open Yankees conversations. If my Yankees can't have one, y'all can't have one. All right, we're going to move on here, but like, I got I to gotta, I gotta close this out. Puka has 752 yards, all right, and through, what, six, seven weeks. Come on, man. He's leading for me. We'll discuss later. All right. Well, listen, we're going to dive back into some more baseball, uh, baseball, yeah. basketball <laughs> before we close out the show. Hail to the victor because the most hyped prospect since LeBron James makes his NBA debut tonight for the San Antonio Spurs. Of course, I am talking about Victor Wembayama. He will face Luka and the Dallas Mavericks. Of course, Kyrie Irving will also be there on national TV. Charles Barkley was asked about Victor, and he had this to say. I'm very excited to see him play, but like I say, I... I we don't know these guys until they start playing against other NBA players. Pretty sure there was no Joker in the summer league. <laughs> no, no, uh, seriously, no LeBron, no Anthony Davis, and I'm not. You know, there was no Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And trust me, he's a center. Pretty sure there was no Joel Embiid over there either, in France either. So I'm looking forward to watching him play. It'd be great if he's great. But like I say, man, you got to wait and see. I agree with this wholeheartedly. Um, I think that Victor Wambayama is going to be a phenomenal talent. I don't think we're going to see some miraculous turnaround from uh, Summer League to this first game. I think it's going to take him. I think anybody who's been watching basketball more than a month will know that it, that transition from the European game to the American game is going to take some time. You know, his physicality is going to take some time to get adjusted as well, much to Chuck's point. You know, in the summer league, you're facing guys who are either fighting for a roster spot or guys who are new to the situation just like you are. You're not facing a Joel Embiid or a Bam or a Giannis or Kyrie or, you know, any of the other top guys or Luka like he is tonight. It's going to be an adjustment for him. It's not going to happen overnight. Mm -mm. I do think, though, that you are going to see his talent. Okay. Okay. Thank immediately. you. Immediately. Thank you. Now, will that result in wins? We don't know. Because again, team sport, he has to get adjusted to the flow of the game, the, the intensity of the game, just everything that the American game is versus the European game. His talent is already there. I think that is only going to continue to get better. But let's not expect, you know, the second coming of Michael Jordan. You know, in game one. Yeah, nah. but go ahead, go ahead, B. I'm glad that you kind of fixed that. We saw him turn it around in the summer league. And I know that's everybody's, you know, that's the point. That's the main thing here is like, well, who was there? Who was he playing against? But for him to go out there and look like trash the first game, game and a half. Trash was a little bit extreme. I mean, it was, you know, it, it was a lot of hype. He was, he had more hype than LeBron James coming out, felt like. About the same. And so... You know, and then he, then that third game, he had like 25 points, had four blocks, you know, t 10 plus rebounds, whatever it was. Like, he looked good and he looked comfortable and he impacted the game in a major way. And so I do think that 
you know, he'll impact the game in a major way. And, and, and Ashley, you are right there. It's like, all right, well, what is that going to look like for your team? What is that going to look like? Uh, you know, are you guys going to be cont not contenders, but are you guys going to make it to the playoffs? Probably not. But this dude is going to have a phenomenal year. So all this other talk, like I don't need to, I don't need to see anymore. I've seen enough. When you say phenomenal, you you expect him to make the All Star team this year? He can. Mm. He can. And you got to remember, All -Star, he can. All Star also is like a, a little bit of a popularity. popularity. He can. Yeah. He'll like get you the talk votes, about he the talk fan about, votes in general. Like Ashley, can he average twenty five this year? That's he averaging twenty five. He could cooking. potentially average twenty five, ten, and four blocks, maybe three. That's three to four blocks. That's not all-star I mean, worthy. He's, he's an exceptional, exceptional talent. He's he a can great hit passer. And then, and then also, passer. think about the flash too, B. Think about the flash. Like that's what I loved about him when I went. It's when, when we were in, um, you know, summer league. It was like he made some cool plays, and to me, that's 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 what I'm gonna be excited about. It's not just out there, just like getting a job done. Like he's gonna be doing some freakish stuff. See, I, I love him as a player, but I'm I'm interested to see how much dog he got in him, right? Like, what LeBron averaged his rookie year, like 27, 28, something like that? No, I think it was like 19. No, go ahead. I'll look it up. Like, I hope like, it's not 19 because I'll if you're saying up. he go average 25 and Bron averaged 19, I mean, he's exceeding expectations tremendously. My thing is people will go at his head because he got this hype, especially in the paint. They go want to bang with him down oh, there. Snap. When they went at Bron head, Bron had that man-child instinct where it's like, nah, we're going to go back and forth. We Bron fight, averaged we 20, 20 his rookie year. I expect Wimby to average maybe 18 this year. I think he's going to be a great player. I just think he's going to come along later in each season, and then he's going to continue to get better and better as he gets stronger, he gets more comfortable, and just the hype die down with everybody trying to come at his head. I mean, if he got that dog, he don't care if everybody's trying to come at his head because he's going to do what he do. But mentally, physically, I think he's an exceptional talent. I just want to see – if he just go take over, right. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he got that makeup to be like, yo, give me the ball, move out the way, and I'm gonna give you 20. Right. Well, we know he, you know, look, he don't like people touching him when he out, so he got a little dog in him. Oh don't God. be touching him. You know, he, he ain't know it's Britney Spears. Don't be touching no women, but you know. What I'm saying? Mind you, I am so excited to read that memoir. My book gets delivered today. I'm you going to read it. Hell yeah, I'm going to read that. I've been waiting months she, to read this. She book. said she said she was drunk and bored at her last wedding. <laughs> she said hey, I was man. drunk and bored. Listen, um, tonight <laughs> ESPN. Celtics, Knicks are going to battle it out 7.30 p.m. It's going to be a, an incredible game. It usually always is an exciting one when these two teams match up. In the 2022 season, out of three games, the Celtics got the best set of them two out of the three times. Um, the Knicks beat them January 108-105. Uh, In the 2021 season, the Celtics and the Knicks face each other five times, and the Knicks actually got the better of that series, beating Ooh. them three out of the five times. So this is a team, Ooh. or these are teams, rather, that usually give us absolutely incredible nail-biting games. Ooh. Who are you guys leaning no, towards? You went to the bubble. You told us don't go back to the bubble. 2021 wasn't the that bubble. That was the bubble. That wasn't. 2020-21 season. You go back to 21 talking 20, about 21 was a regular basketball season, Brandon. Before, before, who you got? <laughs> I'm going Celtics. Um, I just think. Shocker. Yeah, I, I just don't trust the Knicks. I'm going to be real. I was going to try to give a whole analysis on why I'm going with the Celtics. But they, they feel like this is their year. I mean, they added Drew to the lineup. They didn't get it done last year. They know 
what they it's for the Celtics it's almost championship or bust right now. I think if you're you, I think first of all, first of all, first of all, it's not gonna be as easy as you think. Like it's not gonna be a blowout. It's not we not getting washed. It's not it's gonna, gonna be, be a as comfortable easy eight as point win. It's gonna be a comfortable eight point you win it's where it's be, like mm, the okay. score was okay. kinda eight points, but if you look at the game, New York, you really ain't okay. have a chance. Like I think we don't have a chance. They have we beat them three they out of five chance. times a year before no. last, and we beat them before be, last and last is, year. This is a new season, like we okay. always say. I can't wait to come in here. It's tomorrow. not <laughs> gonna be as easy as y'all think, but okay, Brandon, what you got? I think it's gonna be a good game. You just don't know what you, it's opening night, man. Like it's gonna be a good game. The Knicks and it's at the Garden. Put that out oh, there. Don't matter. Ah. Oh. Ah, it's going to be excellent. This would, this would be a dope game to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, if betting man, you picked the Celtics, but it's definitely going to be a good game. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Knicks win. Bro, have you ever seen a game at the Garden? Have you been to the nah, Garden? Nah, I catch one at the Garden. Bro, you got to go. That'd be a no, dope experience. Garden. Oh, man, it's dope. What? It's like... Mm-hmm. It's like the court is lit the, up. Yeah, it's it's theater. It's theater lighting. So like yeah. the whole crowd is dark, and then the lights are Never just on the center of the yeah. court. Yeah, it's the, super the Staples dope. do that. Well, the, well, they copied Lakers. the Knicks, but like it, uh, they do it for the Lakers, not the Clippers. Right. But it's actually really crazy too. I think one of the coolest things about the Garden is that like when the game really gets rocking, the floor shakes. Yeah. Like because it's that loud and that just intensive an environment. Um, it would have been a good it's, game. It's to nothing go like there. it. And yeah, they know how to like treat it. their stars too. They're, they know how to treat their VIP for real. It's like, bro, it's like great from the yeah. parking to the entrance to the little suite they put you in, and the food is amazing. Yeah, food's really good. Oh, uh, y'all finna make me care. Listen. Yeah, you gotta go. I want you go know, to go. You know okay. who I'm going with. Orange and blue skies, baby. Let's go. Orange and blue skies. New York, New York. We winning this one. I'm taking it. I'm taking the Knicks. We're picking the Knicks, or I'm picking the Knicks. Jalen Brunson, I respect you. I'm here for you. Julius Randle, you're going to show him in your new Skechers how it's done. Shout out to Julius Randle. He just signed a multi-year deal with Skechers. Terrence Mann also signed. But you said he already did that. Um, it, they See? they get time out. I'm not saying just like today. I'm just saying recently he signed it. Who was the one I talked about? And you Joel like, Embiid is also signed to Skechers. Yeah, See, but she, Julia she, signed she it. She tried to correct me, and I was like, Julia Joel Embiid signed was the his first. deal first. Cap. When I say just, I mean like in the past few weeks. Like it's it's new, but whatever. Orange and blue skies, baby. Mean. Orange and blue skies. Let's go, that, go New York, one? go New York, go go. Where's BC when I need him? <laughs> BC, get in here. Go New York, go New York, go. I will Listen. say this: when New York playing ball, like I NBA hear him. Better. I hear him. <laughs> the NBA is better when the Knicks. Ball, so I'll give you that. <laughs> BC is banging it from from the control room. This go New crazy. York, go New York, go. Why y'all in Florida? Y'all love New York so much. Move back to move back to New York, Ashley. BC, what y'all doing? Well, the way the tax system is set up, the <laughs> <laughs> way the income tax is set up, you know, 30%, no state taxes. Um, listen, before we close out the show, Deion Sanders plays down the concept of sign stealing. Now, yesterday, Deion addressed the sign stealing scandal at Michigan <laughs> that is grabbing headlines. Listen to what Prime Time had to say about it. Everyone's trying to get an edge. I mean, everyone's trying to get whatever edge they can. Um, you could have someone's whole game plan. They could mail it to you. You still got to stop it. You still got to stop it. So in football, it's not as pronounced as baseball. If I know a curveball is coming, I'm, I'm, I got you. You know, with, with football, I don't give a darn. If you know a sweep is coming, you still got to stop it. 
physically, you it's a physical game. You got to stop it. So that that's a little tough. I don't buy into a lot of that stuff that someone's stealing this, stealing that. I don't I don't buy into a lot of that stuff. You still got to play the game. Now, Wolverines head coach Jim Harbaugh had des- has denied any <gasps> sign stealing. What? Whatsoever. Jim? So he has denied the allegations of sign stealing. Whatsoever, guys. Yeah, right. Do you Jim agree Har- that too much is being made of sign stealing in in college football? No, I, actually, I disagree with Dion. I think he's playing it down too much. I think it is a big deal. But back to Jim Harbaugh, doesn't he look like a guy that would cheat? <laughs> like, look at him. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. And he come from that era. You come so on. So you think please. his brother would? Because they look alike. I think I think ninety percent of these coaches and people in the league is trying to find an edge in it. Bro, and everybody still signs. Cheating. That's yeah, like that's a saying. that's normal. Like maybe you guys don't know about it cuz you play offense, right. but on the defense side of the ball, like we always have a whole meeting on trying to listen to what the quarterback's saying, all his checks. Mm. We try to look at their sideline throughout the game see if we can pick up on something. Why you think most schools have two and three signal callers like two dummies and one real one because it's the norm to look over there, try yep. to get an advantage on this is the signs that they call them throughout the game. I mean, that's just what it is. I thought did it was normal. I did y'all watch the TV thing. copies? Like always, always. T- tell the people about the TV copy and what I'm talking about. So being in the division, right, with, with Peyton Manning or whoever oh, we played. Yeah. Omaha! Every check that he makes at the line of scrimmage, we had a TV copy on blast in a meeting room. So we're trying to listen to every check. Whether he's saying Omaha Falcon and just see the route concepts. So, 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 so just to be clear here, the TV copy is like ESPN or now you have NBC Amazon, you have yeah, yeah, blah blah blah, Fox. The the film that we watch is uh, literally just it's it's no audio. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to be clear there, B, so everybody understand like our film that our teams and other teams are are, are taping and passing around for all of us to watch and you know uploading it into the system is just video. So let me ask you this, B. When you at the receiver position and the quarterback giving you checks and he doing all this with the yeah, circles and he doing on. this, you don't think we looked at that before and trying to get yeah. y'all? That's still in signs. What's the difference between a quarterback yeah. trying to give you a sign and we trying to steal that and know what route you run it, then looking to the sideline? It's the I, same, B, same thing. First four or five years, just like everybody else. Dummy. Out there, get sick. They know, they know one. Everybody know one is go. Two is slant. Three was out. We we they knew that fist was double move. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's different. But B, boy, when I got sophisticated, <laughs> you already know what's coming. We would say uh, this is up. So here's here's go route. So if Jay Cutler gave me this, or if Ryan Fitzpatrick like this, or they, or they can go down point down by their side. That's go route, right? And then I'll say, all right, it's up, it's up, meaning that. If you do that, then it's go. It's down, it's down. If you do that, then I'm going slant. Yeah. So we got to a point when I was in Chicago, and especially with Fitz, where we would play games. I would show it. I'd be up here with it, like, yo, one, 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 one. Give it. Now you've seen it on film. Boom, I give you a go route. He go another way. Then we come back. One, 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 one. You thinking go route's coming. I run a slant. So we used to play a lot of games, man, uh, with our hand things. I love the second half of my career, knowing that y'all had the, or other guys had my hand signals, uh, but then switching it up. Yeah. But that, but that's see, that's those tandems. That's Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. That's you know who that's else telepathy. is out there. That's uh, Justin uh, Jefferson jo- and, and Kirk Cousins. They seem a little about to, a book, uh, but you no, know, 
Tua, no, Tua, Tua in, in uh, Tyreek, I can Hill. see them doing that. Mm-hmm. And then you got like uh, Stephon Diggs and mm-hmm. I see them doing that. A little, little backstreet, a little yeah. uh, street football. So, yeah, I don't know, B. Dion, I think he downplayed it a little too much. I think he downplayed it a little too much. How, how do you feel like he downplayed it though? If we just talked about, you know we stealing your signs and we are out here to steal your signs. How's he downplaying and saying like, you can know the sign, but you still got to stop it. Because, At the end of the day, if I know you're running to go, I still got to stop that yeah, back but, shoulder. But okay, so if you know I'm running a go, B, if you know I'm running a go, let's say, then you probably go press bell. Instead you, instead of just pressing me, you're going to go press bell. You're going to put yourself in a better position to win. You got the, uh, you got the itch. Well, I'm putting us in a better position to close the show. <gasps> if you are listening <laughs> no. on Sirius XM, Faction Talk 103, thank you so much. If you want to see everything that goes on behind the scenes, make sure you check out the I Am Athlete YouTube page. Check we had out all of our left. live streams. We started late. We had 10 minutes 10 minutes ago. No, we started late. I know, but we had 10 minutes 10 minutes ago. Now it's actually time to close okay. the show out. Yeah. Okay. We will be back tomorrow at Brand Star Studios, so make sure you guys check us out. Until then... Have a great one. Go next. Let's go. Woo, 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 woo. Wow, you're such tomorrow. a hater. Like. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.